0: and rest whether you're a busy professional a stay-at-home parent or anyone who wants to live a more focused and balanced life this show is for you join us as we discover how to live exceptionally finding freedom and rest along the way now let's get into this week's episode of live exceptionally with dr yvonne thompson
1: Welcome back to Live Exceptionally, where we equip people with keys and tools to experience a kingdom lifestyle that is purposeful, focused, and balanced. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, and share with others on YouTube or your preferred podcast platform. Stay connected with us at elisi.org to know about events, inspirational media, and more. Well, this month, I'm excited because we are focusing on women entrepreneurs. We will focus on Christian women business leaders who have founded and or owned their own business. And in speaking to each of them, we will hear their stories related to challenges and successes and how they're able to maintain whole wellness. And this week we speak to Anna Chang, who is the founder and creator of Hannah's Creations in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, so welcome Anna to the show. Thank you so much for uh, agreeing to participate on this. I'm looking forward to a lively discussion and learning more about your business, which is Anna's Create Creations. Would you like to go ahead and share about your business?
2: Yes, Dr. Ivan. So thank you so much for the invitation. I'm very excited to share with all of you. Yes, my my name is Anna Chen, and I have I am the founder of Baking and Pastry School. Um, we have two locations
1: in Chicago. One is another one in Wisconsin. Awesome. Uh, can you go ahead and share just a bit about the purpose and the mission and focus of Hannah's Creations? Yes. Well,
2: the the mission that we have right now in our business is to share all that we know about baking and pastry in order to help another woman to start a business to start to be a entrepreneur woman. But also we are focused to help some uh teenagers, even kids to find uh creativity things to do, especially uh during vacations, like in summer right now we have a programs for kids. But during the year, we have a programs for uh, teenagers that they can do after school. So our mission basically is like, help these people to find something to do with the time, something creative, uh, something that they can even start using for a business.
1: Awesome. You know, when we met uh, a few weeks ago, we met at a women's retreat. And you did a presentation about Hannah's Creations and you talked about how you align your business with things in, well, align your business with ministry opportunities and also around uh, women in business. What do you think are the key business issues that are plaguing uh, many women today?
2: Yeah, uh, I think there's a lot of them, but I can just resolve that. It's ignorance sometimes because everybody is an ignorance in some points that we don't we don't know everything, right? So I think that they don't have the knowledge of how to run a business is one of the things that they stop there. I think it's very important when you are going to start a business have the information that is going to help you to build and to start your business. And many people, many women that I talk to them, they don't know how to start. They don't know what is the stage that I need to take uh, to start the business. Even in the legal way to do it, they don't know where to go. They don't know where to apply. So I think most of the time it's like don't have the knowledge, don't have the information.
1: What would you think are like with your starting your business and when you talk about sometimes it's just a lack of knowledge and not being fully aware and or even having the understanding of where to go to obtain the information to move forward. How were you able to overcome some of those challenges related to things that you weren't fully aware of and then be successful in finding the information? Well, I can tell you, Dr. Limbaugh, that I'm a woman that never keep up
2: I always fighting for what I want fighting for what God put in my heart. and I can tell you it has been challenge because it's not easy to find this information is uh is the information is not everywhere so I have to find by myself looking at information with friends with women that they're already in business unfortunately many of they they are they don't want to share this information so it's really, really hard. But as I tell you, I'm a woman that never keep up. And I was looking uh, praying. Prayer is very important that God put the people, align the people that you need in that moment, in every, every every, season of your life. So I pray a lot for these people. And God start putting these people around me to help me with this information. And that's the way that I,
1: I was able to start building my business that's good when we we talk about never giving up uh, that ties to uh, perseverance and tenacity and uh, basically in spite of obstacles and different things that would come up that would seem to restrict or uh, limit a person or a woman from moving forward but just to keep pressing forward and persevering um, in things that you know God has called you to do or desire that one has
2: Yes. it It is very important. It's very important to keep fighting and just going with God is putting in your heart. And we know he's going to be with us on that way.
1: Yeah. I also think that when you talk about prayer, um, as a person who is a woman of business, I have my MBA and uh, call myself an entrepreneur and with different things that I have stepped forward and doing, like with my book and Other projects that I have going on with events and uh, other workbooks that I'm working on or study guides. One of the things that I find when you talk about prayer, that it's so important. It's something that we definitely need to include. Sometimes we can have a tendency to separate business from ministry or our devotional life from business and the importance of that there's no disconnect that it's all integrated and it's all applicable so whether we are working in secular whether we're doing ministry work or whether we're working as an entrepreneur that and even if we are the founder or the owner god technically is the ceo like he's the chief executive officer we should be taking our marching orders from him in order to experience the success that, uh, we would want to have in, in, in our business.
2: Yes, that is true. He is the CEO of the business. So we can, as a Christian entrepreneur, we can never disconnect God from our business in our entire life. God is in everything in our lives. So it is also in our business. We need his guidance. He is the Honor, he is the manager of this business, so we need to be connected to him in order to hear what he wants us to do because the business is going to have different seasons, and we need to be connected to God to know what we need to do in each of them seasons. So it is very, very important.
1: I, I think that that is so good, you know, as a person who worked for a long time in corporate America. I feel like sometimes that my life was compartmentalized. And as I grow in God and mature in him, and even in my personal relationship with him, him teaching me of not disconnecting my marketplace or secular type job, but that regardless of where I am, I can do ministry. Regardless of where I am, I am a light. I am an ambassador. I'm a disciple of Christ. And so there's there's no separation. There's there's no, even though we talk about uh, women entrepreneurs or women in business, we're still a disciple of Christ, regardless of the environment that we're in. And so how important it is that we are including uh, God as a partner in our business. You know, you say he's an owner, he's the owner, he's a partner, he's the manager, that he is it's important to just include him in every aspect. Yes, it is important. And I'm just, I was the same way to you.
2: It was a season of my life that I start just keeping very busy, busy with the business. And you, you don't want to be disconnected by just going on the way every day and, uh, in your life, working in the business car. It's a moment that you disconnect from God and God is so it's so great because he loved us so much that he called our attention back. And I say, hey, wait a minute. Are you running the business by yourself? Or we are running together? So I understand why you say we get so busy sometimes, but we we had to put God in first place every day, every every day on our lives, every every morning. I try to have my time first with God in every decision that I need to take with the business, with every client that I had to talk also. So we need God in
1: every moment and our lives. Amen. What do you think are some of the key stigmas or stereotypes that you feel women in a business encounter? Uh, for one
2: of the people that I have been talking uh, they believe that they cannot start a business if they don't have everything that they need. That's what they told me. And I think this is not true. I think we have, uh, we see people that is successful in business in some area or something similar about, about business that we want to start. Uh, we think that we need everything that, that people that is already on the top, we need to have in order to start a business. And that's not true. Many of us, we start with nothing. (laughs) Yeah, so that's what I think one is the big stigma that the people in business, uh, or they want to start a business, they don't do it because they think that they don't have everything that they need to start. And I have been learning with God, uh, has been teaching me and challenging me and saying, you start with what you have in your hand mm-hmm. and he has been asking all these questions many of times when i want to do something different in business he asked me anna what you have in your hands right now i remember one example when i want to start my classes online so i was watching videos of people that they already have these programs very nice cameras and videos and platform and I say, oh my God, I don't have that. I need money to buy camera. I need money to buy computer and everything. That was a few years ago. And I remember I was praying and I hear the voice of guys asking me, what you had in your hand? Mm. And I remember I was holding my phone. So he said, with, with that, you can start. You can start with that. So I started doing so. research, and the phone had to do... Um, videos with my phone how to do the backgrounds with the phone and yes I run my first glass um, online with my phone
1: <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> I think that is uh, really good because one thing that you said that when you looked at other people and I, I think that whole spirit of comparison can be a real stigma or a blocker that will hinder people from moving forward. And so the comparison, especially with social media and everybody putting almost everything that related to their personal life or related to their uh, business on social media. And so that's almost a barometer that people are following or comparing themselves to in terms of what they want to do or something that they desire to do. And it really can hinder or prevent us, or even just allow us to uh, suffer from things like anxiety and stress and frustration from that simple aspect of comparing ourselves to other people.
2: Or just simply, we just get stuck there. We don't do anything because we believe that we need all these things, and we don't go forward for what we want or what we are dreaming or what God put in our hearts. So it's important just uh, what, what we say um, about we need to be connected with God. We need to be connected with God. He, he's going to guide us what we need to do.
1: Amen. Um, that connection is so important. Uh, if we're leaning into him, if we're moving based on him directing us and guiding our steps, one, we're moving because he's told us something to do. Or we have a desire that we have aligned with his will in moving forward. And then once we have an idea of that direction, he will give us instructions and guidance on how to move forward. And if that's the case, it really doesn't matter like what other people are doing because if we are focused on what uh, in, uh, focused on what he has told us to do, what he's instructing us to do, then that really is the only barometer that we should be following.
2: Yes, that's the only thing that we had to follow. I remember another time when I started doing my classes. I see other people doing classes in a professional kitchen, in a professional studio. And when I want to start doing my classes, I was looking at these people and kind of care, just start getting like, scared how we am gonna do it how the people is gonna accept my classes if i don't have these places but as we say as we continue to mention it's important to hear the voice of god and if he gives the dream if he put this business in our heart he's gonna be with us he's gonna help us he's gonna bring everything that we need and he's gonna open the way to to
1: be successful in this Amen. That's really good. Um, So we've talked about spirit of comparison. Uh, We've talked about making sure that we're partnering with God with everything that he is leading us and and guiding us. Anything else comes to mind in regards to how to address these type of restrictions or stigmas as a woman business owner or leader? Well,
2: It is very important for me to, and I share with other women that they want to start doing business, start surrounding with people that dream, that people that they want to do something. And start getting away from people that is always telling you, oh no, that's going to be very difficult, very negative people. Start getting away from negative people, even if it is sometimes many of them is the family. And it's, it's really sad that this happened, but that's one of the things that I can tell you that uh, we need to do as entrepreneurs. We need to move forward and be, surround, uh, be around people that they are doing business, that they want to do something, that they dream big, but not also dream big. They
1: put action on that. Too. I think that is such a powerful point. Surrounding our with people who also dream Uh, because we can definitely, you know, one, if you're comparing yourself to someone and let's say you get over that hurdle and you're moving forward and you're excited with the dream that God has given you, and then you're sharing your dream or sharing your vision to people. And then for lack of a better word, interacting or hearing people who are like dream killers, like you can't do that or this is going to happen. And have you considered that? And by the time they're talking about every limitation or everything that could go wrong, you almost feel like, oh, well, before you could conquer the mountain. And now it's just like, oh, wow, I don't know if I can do this. So I, I think that that is a, a very uh, important point. I think even with that, what goes hand in hand is maybe also not sharing. Everything that we have, that we pray and ask God for divine connections, divine uh, partners, divine collaborators, people who can help us even from a skill, or knowledge, or expert expertise perspective, um, to come alongside us. People that we can that will come alongside us. You know, going back to your initial point about sometimes it's a lack of knowledge that can uh, hinder people from moving forward, but actually praying and asking God uh, for the right people to be around us in order to move forward with those dreams. So the right connections, but also being careful of how much we share uh, with, with, with others.
2: Yes, I'm agree with you, Dr. Yvonne, it's very important that uh, think before, talk with somebody. It's very important. It's very important. And not everything that God gives us or everything that we are learning is to share. So that's what we 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 still decide. We have to be connected with God. What I can share and what I had to keep it. And no, it's because we have we we wanna keep it just by for ourselves, but it's a moment, it's a season that God is gonna give us the real life to share this. But we need to be careful when we are speaking with somebody. We we're talking with someone.
1: What would you say are the first steps women should do to start the path to entrepreneurship? You know, let's say that there's someone listening who has a business idea, has a dream. They have pushed through some of these restrictions. What do you think are the first steps that you would share with someone to encourage them to move forward?
2: If they already know what they want to do, um, they have the idea of the business. What I can tell you is the first step is to ask God for a purpose in that business. For me, it's very important that as a Christian entrepreneurs, we need to have a purpose in our business. Business is not only to bring incomes to our home, but as you mentioned before, we cannot be disconnected. We cannot be two persons. One person on the business and one person in my spiritual life or in church or at home. We are the same person. We are imagine- and we are the people that bring in the kingdom of God in the air. So it's very important to have the purpose for our business. I tell so many people that if you don't have the purpose for your business, you are not going to make it. Because to start a business is not easy. it's, it's really is not easy. It's, uh, I hear many people say business is not for everyone. And I understand why. <laughs> so business is not easy. And if you don't have a purpose for your business, and the first challenge in your business, you're going to keep... When you see that the incomes they are not coming immediately, you're going to keep... But when you have the purpose, the purpose of God for your business, no matter what, no matter if you see the income come, no matter if the clients are coming to you or they, or they are not answering the phone, you're going to keep fighting because God give you a purpose for that business. So that's the first step that uh, we uh, I can say. We need to ask God to give us the purpose for a business.
1: I think when we are moving in purpose, that that gives us a sense of fulfillment. If you're just doing the business just for a paycheck or money and, you know, hopefully to make whatever the desire is from an economic standpoint, at some point in time, we begin to move out of our flesh as opposed to staying in alignment with the purpose of God and what it is that he wants to do as the. As it relates to bringing glory for the kingdom of God. Um, so, purpose, you know, yes, the business would bless us financially, but when we talk about purpose, it's also how will this bring God glory? How will this advance the kingdom of God? You know, you say, okay, well, I, I have a business that is, I don't know, it'd be something random, but even in that, they're still giving God glory you know, let's say you're a telemarketer because there's people that you're employing. It's blessing their families. Hopefully your relationship or that business owner's relationship with God is bringing honor, shining a light, uh, exposing people who may not know God uh, in a way through your actions and how you conduct your business and how you conduct your life, that you're drawing them to, to uh, the light of God.
2: Yes, it's it's very important to have the purpose. I can share some of the stories how I how I have this purpose and doing uh, glorifying God in my business. Yes, I'm a pastry chef. You can say, "Well, how you can glorify God make, uh, making a cake or decorating a cake?" Well, I just put all my passion and my love to do it. I had the patience to teach. Each of these students, some of them can learn faster. Some of them can learn not, not too fast. So I need to be more patient with that. And I'm doing it with love. And when I'm doing it with love I'm being patient, I'm glorifying God with this. And the testimonies are amazing after the classes. People have been uh, free from depression. They have been, uh, they found something to something to they can they can really enjoy to do it people i remember one of the teenagers told me that she don't want to live anymore she don't have any purpose in life but after the classes that she starts taking she found something she found something that she liked to do and she wants to live again because she wants to learn she wants to teach another ones i uh, had to bake a cake so in my way, no matter what is your business, you are glorifying God if you working in your purpose. And something that I have been learning is when you walk in your purpose, God is going to bring all the blessings that we come. Yes, of course, we are starting a business because we need incomes and in our hope, But also, when we're working in purpose and glorifying God, the blessings are falling. And so it's... it's, it's that's what I, I would keep going with the same. Find the purpose for your business, and when you have the purpose, start praying for people to align the people, the right people that you need for that season in your in your business.
1: That's good, and I love how you apply, you know, being a pastry chef to the purpose, your passion for it, and then how it's also being a blessing to all the students. And impacting their lives, not just from being good bakers or learning how to to bake, but it's impacting them personally and even purposefully in regards to what God is doing even in their lives. Uh, well, even as we wrap up, how would you like to, um, how can people find out more or get in contact with you?
2: Yeah, we are in social media we are in all social media like TikTok, like Facebook, like Instagram. We are also in Google business. A lot of people find us over there. We're all around the world. <laughs> so they can find us as a HANA Creation. And sometimes uh, I think Instagram and TikTok say Hannah Creation Baking School. So they can find us there.
1: Okay. Uh, thank you so much, Anna. What would you like to share as your closing thoughts or, or even a prayer before we uh, close out the session?
2: Yes, I want to encourage all women that they want to start a business. Don't keep up. If you're even do- you don't even know yet what you want to do, just something that I told the people, always found something that you found joy to do it. Found something that is easy for you to do like many other people. Maybe my my auntie, is very hard for her to do baking, but for me it's very easy. So find things that they are easy for you. Find things that they found you found joy to do it. And put attention on, on the when people te- keep you compliments on something that you are doing. That's, that's the way that you can find what you can do and and you can use it to start a business. And if you already in business, don't give up. We know that business is not easy. We know to be an inter- inter- uh, entrepreneur is not easy. But we have God in our size and there's a big, big difference.
1: Amen. It definitely is. Thank you so much, uh, Anna, for uh, participating on this session. I think it's enlightening, the encouragement around uh, just moving forward, being connected to God, and also a focus on finding purpose and having joy uh, in whatever dream or vision that uh, woman or even any entrepreneur, is applicable to any entrepreneur, um, as they uh, seek God in that, to, to have it, do it with purpose, do it with, with joy. Thank you so much for, for joining us. Well, that's all the time that we have for this week's episode. Tune in next week as we continue our series on the women in business. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share with others on YouTube or your preferred podcast platform. Stay connected with us at elisi.org. Have an exceptional week. God bless.
0: Thanks for joining us for Live Exceptionally with Dr. Yvonne Thompson. Each week, we'll explore the secrets to living a life that is both intentional and fulfilling. We'll talk to folks that will share about productivity, mindfulness, and self-care to learn practical tips and strategies for staying focused, managing our time, and finding balance within a kingdom mindset. We'll also hear from people who have made the choice to live exceptionally and learn from their experiences and insights. Connect with Dr. Yvonne by signing up at elici.org. That's E-L-I-C-I dot org. Until next time, we're praying that you find balance and rest so you can live exceptionally.